I'm actually on time today. Technically, <laughs> one minute late. It was a couple of seconds. You ready to get to it? Let's do it. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Melon Mom Happy Hour Podcast. It's your girl, <laughs> Mama Mia. It is the month of May. I almost said April because my calendar still says April. Um, I don't need hanging calendars because I never change them. They're just for the aesthetic at this point. But um, yeah, we are back on the podcast. Um, Yeah. So where do we start with, ma'am? Well... Mother's Day was this past weekend. How was it? It was nice. Um, I've come to the conclusion, and I hope no one else. I feel like people know this, but I hope no one else tries to do this in the long run. Um, Mother's Day Sunday um, is always busy. So my plan has always been to go out on Saturday when it's not as busy um, to get in and get out because, like, I have three kids. Um, I feel like if we go out on Sunday, we would have to. If we went out to eat, we would have to eat before we ate. You get what I'm saying? Because it's going to be a long wait wherever you go. Oh. Um, so I feel like I would have to pack snacks, basically have an appetizer before the meal. And that's that's no fun. Is it your so, preference? Is it your request to go out to eat? Yes. Yeah, so I call it Mother's Day weekend. Um, I need my husband to get on board. I need Colin to get on board because he... <laughs> Apparently he didn't get the memo, but next year he'll be better. I'll leave post-it notes. <laughs> so, yeah, we went out, um, went on a different side of town, which I normally only go to here and there because it's like a 30, 40-minute drive. Um, went over there, went out to dinner, stopped to like some stores, and Sunday caught up on some shows and went and got Smashburger. So. Oh! <laughs> yep. Yeah, I like it. And yeah, it's good. So y'all don't do the breakfast in bed thing? Oh, well, I also helped him and I went grocery shopping so that he could make me an omelet because <laughs> I knew he would have waited for me to get up and then realized we didn't have what we needed and then it would have went downhill. It's trial and error. We've been doing this for... How was holding eight years, so it's trial and error. So. Okay. <laughs> um, did you get to go see your mom? Mother's Day. Okay. Good, good. Of course. Um, this Mother's Day was it was nice and it was lovely, but it was an interesting one. It was a hard one for us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the first Mother's Day, literally. Um, I guess a month after our, my grandmother passed. Mm-hmm. So I think everyone was emotional, but the way our family is set up, we're not really going to talk about it. Like, <laughs> we're just going to kind of, you know, mention it. Like, mom was like, yeah, to- today's hard. Um, yeah. And that's just kind of it. Um, yeah. 
and my grandfather, her husband is there, but I walked in and he was already like teary-eyed and I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. But but it was good. We got through it and we were actually celebrating a birthday for one of the babies. So that was a good direction. I very much believe in, a, I mean, the baby is a year old, but mm-hmm. uh, and then my nephew was there. He's eight months now. So I'm very much, I've always sort of believed in a, when one life or spirit goes out, a new one comes in. So it is very mm-hmm. nice to have these like new lives, these yeah. very small humans also around. So, yeah. And um, it's funny because, well, not not funny. It's it's crazy because they always say like babies can see like people that passed on. Mm-hmm. So we were at um, Colin's grandma's house like a couple weeks ago or whatnot, and I his great his grandfather's picture was up there. And Junior, we've been there multiple times, and Junior never looked at this picture, and he was literally having conversation with the picture. And everybody's like narrating, like, what's he saying? And he was like, like he was having conversation. And he would like leave the room and come back and just stand there and stay looking at the picture. And we were like, yeah, he's having conversation with him. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was crazy. Um, and then uh, Callie, she didn't have conversations, but um, Colin's great grandmother had passed away when Callie was one. And they said, when she was sick and like in the bed, she had said something about Callie and she mm-hmm. had like described Callie and how she looked. And I'm like, did she ever see pictures of her or something? But she said, they said something to each other. I can't remember what they said, but I'm like, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> so um, I think that's why I'm so connected to older, older people. Like I can have full on conversation with older people and feel like um, I'm mature. <laughs> and having a conversation <laughs> with them like they get me so uh <laughs> so maybe I'm an old soul too I don't know but yeah Mother's Day um so after a certain age can you still say I'm an old soul because we are old now <laughs> that's oh gosh I forget how old I am i I forget how old I am but I will give Colin a whole new age every time I mention it so I feel like we are old soul because I'm, I'm not going to keep doing this reference to stuff. So TikTok, it was a guy he was talking about. He went to the club and he was like, he got there at eight o'clock and he said by 930, he was ready to go. And I'm like, would I even want to go to a club right now? Like, would that excite me like it used to be? Because we used to always go out. We were always... At us at the club, at the bar, that type of thing, but I don't think it would excite me. I'm more of like a dinner, brunch, that type of thing. At I'm at that age. I went to brunch recently, um, a few weeks ago mm-hmm. in DC. Um, and it was lovely. I mean, yeah. DJ was playing all of the hits like yeah. from our era. I'm talking early Usher, like <laughs> You know, so I think brain. I think it's levels. I think it's levels to it's like you're 18, 21 ish, 25 ish club scene, 27 ish to 
30, 36-ish, like the brunch, like the DJ, DJ brunch, that type of thing. That's what we like. And then when we get to 40, I don't, I don't know. I have to ask someone what you like to do. <laughs> like travel.
in conversations. And then we have like memories from like back in the day and stuff. So I would say any podcast with just me and you, I like more than the people we interview. I'd love the people we interview, but just the conversation between me and you because it's more like girl chat. And that's what we wanted is to have like a podcast where it just felt like we were having conversation um, with each other. And then the interview podcasts are like informative and like basically like a brunch per se, inviting more people into our conversation. And that's how I feel. How about you? Uh, favorite episodes? Um, mm-hmm. I really like the girl strip episode that we did. I thought that that was a very fun interview. Mm-hmm. Um, and informative. Yeah, and informative. Um, man, <laughs> I don't know. I really have enjoyed all of our interviews. The most recent one we did with, that you did with um, Tia, the I Love Me mm-hmm. campaign. Yeah. Yeah, that went deep. That was a good one. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really proud of the content we put out. Same. So, far. so yeah. Any topics you want to explore moving forward? Um, um I do want to branch out to talking to different people like um I had just recorded um, a Mother's Day special with um uh a friend yes she gave me some topics to talk about also but I also want to have a podcast with her on it and talk to a single mom and I don't think we've had we've talked to a single well yes Tia but we were more talking about um, her campaign and whatnot. So I'm um, talking to a single mom because um, before, well, for a little bit of my life, what was my son? Eight, for eight years of my life, my mom was a single mother, but I really don't have that much of memory of her being a single mother. So just to get like that side and hear from a single mother in this day and age and see like, um, not all of the, like, the challenges, but like the good and the people she has around her, um, that type of thing. Um, so just getting kind of like that um, light shined on being a single mom um, in this new day and age and that type of thing. I think that's one of the things um, right off the top of my head that I can think about. Um, is there anything you want to explore? Yeah, I would like to, not too far from that, I would like to talk to some folks who maybe are thinking about having kids, but don't necessarily have a partner lined up and are thinking about, um, I guess, intentional parenthood, but also the prospect of doing it alone. Mm. So I'm interested in that. I was trying to think, I think my sister had a friend like that, but, or I thought she had a friend like that, but I think they're in a relationship. Um, Yeah, we have to put those fillers out because I'm just trying to think off the top of my head if I know anyone like that. Um, I would love to get my sisters on a podcast 
because here recently we've been FaceTiming. Um, but I feel like with that podcast, it would have to be live. I mean, we would have to be together because it would just be a mess on Zoom. But um, I think I would just want to have a conversation with my sisters because it's such an age difference between all of us. I'm the youngest, 31. My oldest sister is 38. Um, the sister closest to me, she's 34. She's the same age as Colin. And then my other sister, what did she say? She was 35. So it's quite an age gap between all of us. We've all been through different things in our lives. Um, and just to have like an open conversation um, and give advice, I guess, to each other. Um, so that would be a podcast I wouldn't mind doing. Just having like a sister's conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, do we want to get into some hot tops? Yeah, um, I really don't mean to laugh, but uh, <laughs> I gotta find it. I gotta find it first. But I've said this plenty of times on this podcast that I believe in karma to its core, mm. and this topic—well, not to its core—I just believe. Like, let me think. Shoplifting. I feel like I know it's like what? You know, <laughs> I'm trying to explain karma. Like, okay, if I took this from the store, like, as soon as I drive off, somebody's going to hit my car, and there it is. I feel like that's Mm -hmm. that's some type of karma. I understand the concept of karma, but what you getting at? I was trying to explain (laughs) to people that may not have known. I'm like, oh, there it is. So they're local. Um, So there's this story. Colin told me about it. And, of course, crazy stuff has happened in South Carolina now that we live here. And, of course, I cannot find it. So um, I'm going to look it up. So he told me that not too far, well, close to his grandma, there was a guy. They found the body of a guy. He died. And next to him, they found his wife buried in the ground. So here's the karma part. The guy killed his wife and was burying her uh-huh. and he had a heart he had a heart attack. Oh dang. So that's that's what happened. And that's absolutely crazy. Like you think you about to go live your life? Mm-hmm. She reached up out that ground and took his soul. <laughs> so it's instinct karma. I mean not to incriminate yourself but do you think that you is there ever a scenario that you could imagine where you're like yeah I would kill my husband and I have a plan on how to do I think if I watched enough movies movies (laughs) enough (laughs) Enough movies that's the way you want to go (laughs) (laughs) what they did wrong I would do right (laughs) Um, I don't know. That's that's crazy. I still can't get off over the story of what happened. Yeah, life is funny that way. Yeah. I wonder what happened to make him for him to k- kill her. Yeah. Um, but that was my topic because I just had to think about karma. <clears throat> um, why did I say March? 
are they just now finding his body? Um, but yeah, that was that was my hot topic of the moment. And I'll find out what really happened or why he killed well, how did they find out? When the person both people are dead, how do you find out why? I guess you gotta ask around, you know, ask his best friend. I'm sure she got some good girlfriends that she was talking to. Maybe they were having issues. Maybe they'll find that there's an insurance policy somewhere. I don't know. It could be a number of reasons. Maybe she overcooked the meatloaf. Who knows? Over some food. You die. You die. You killed her with some food, and then you die over some food. That was your last meal, just for acting like that. You go and act crazy. That should last meal. I hope he had a little bit of seasoning to it. People go for. <laughs> You know, a range of reasons. So who knows what it could be. But speaking of karma, um, I thought maybe you were going to go in the direction of um, Kevin Samuels and that situation. And I want to say this. I don't care to talk about or debate about him itself. I'm more interested in like this other conversation that people are having about how we um, discuss people once they're gone. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's a group of people who are team like respect the dead. There are yeah. other people who are like, this is my truth or the truth that I believe and I'm not gonna hold my tongue Yeah, just because. Um, and then of course, as always, there's always people in the middle, but, um, I don't, I don't know. It's very interesting because I think this also came up with like Kobe past. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't think. Did we talk about that? I don't know. Maybe that was before uh, we started this. We didn't talk about that, but that also comes down to um, when people have these discussions. You have to remember that people have their own opinion because I had someone who used to work with my kids mm-hmm. and they put out not like good riddance but they were like a sexual assault survivor and you know like back in the day he got accused of so she like just wrote this whole thing about how I don't know how people are praising this guy when he did this this lady all these years ago and stuff like that and I'm just like I was about to like stand up for him because of the person that we knew after the fact because we were young when that happened so um, I just knew like bits and pieces, but I'm like, I can't dim down what happened to her because of mm-hmm. how I feel about him. So I still have to think of what she said. So back to the Kevin Samuels situation, I personally don't agree with people celebrating him dying. Um, I do agree with people not liking what he said about women. But I found out this fact, listening to a different podcast, they said a couple years ago, he did not like, he wasn't talking like this about women. He was just doing like relationship advice and he wasn't getting that many views. So apparently he did like one video and he like changed how he was talking and it like skyrocketed. So he changed to, um, a, to please the crowd that he was bringing in. So he probably didn't agree with everything he said or he might've, after doing it a while, he kind of changed. But I don't agree with people celebrating him dying because 
Um, I thought about the story about how his mom found out. So that also broke my heart that she had to find out on the internet because um, also he had no one around him to identify his body. So that took a couple of days. So um, to Kevin Samuels, um, I just saw like snippets of things that he would say, but I don't agree, agree to disagree with people celebrating the fact that he died because that's not the best way to go out, but I just don't agree with he's, some of the things that he said, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I certainly, I guess I don't, um, yeah, I guess death should not be celebrated in any case. Um, mm -hmm. I think there are very few circumstances in which and celebrate oh man celebration is a strong word but I I can see circumstances where people might feel relief or, mm -hmm. or certainly not feel um any sort of grief or sorrow um mm -hmm. in a situation um but hey, you know, I, I guess it's sort of like, um, no one is, I guess, above scrutiny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, there is a discussion to be had, I guess, whether you are alive or dead. And I think if some of the things that you did in your life weren't great, and if you did those things in such a public way, um, then yeah, it's going to be talk about it. But sure, certainly. Doesn't so, add anything to be. So. Well, when you started talking, I started to think of other scenarios. Um, when people do wrong, like people that do bad stuff to children or to women, that type of stuff, like, I don't, I don't want to say you deserve it, but that was karma. Like you doing crazy stuff to kids and like the mom kills you or something. Free her. Hashtag free her. <laughs> that type of thing. <laughs> so I'm not saying celebrate the death, but that was karma. Um, so now that when you started talking, I understand like the scenario. Um, and he was 56. He was very young. So. Yeah. And I mean, one last point too, there is like with, you know, the Kobe situation in which, you know, he did, it, it seemed like there was um, a real effort to, like, be a good person, right? His life went in a positive direction from an alleged mistake that he made. Not, I don't want to call it a mistake. That feels um, too trivial. But, um, you know, there was a positive change in this instance we're talking about maybe the opposite of that right mm -hmm. um, so yeah it's 
it's hard. I, I, yeah. I don't think that people, um, I don't think it's fair to be like, he's dead, let it go. Yeah. But um, because he still very much was in the act of doing these things that people don't agree with, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if you did something 5, 10, 15 years ago, and there was a clear effort towards something more positive or to yeah. turn your life around or whatever the circumstance may be, if it was headed in a positive direction, I don't think that you get to completely walk away. It is something that's going to be mentioned, but, um, you know, I think the good will still overshadow. I think if people are going, I think if you pass and people have a ton of negative things to say mm -hmm. it's simply a reflection on the way that you lived your life yeah simply and and to it, a story i don't know it was a couple of months ago it was a black guy um that was killed by his white girlfriend stabbed so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you remember so people were in the beginning people were like calling her out like why didn't she arrest it but somehow some way other black people always find a way they went back to his old twitter mm -hmm. and found all his tweets like belittling black women saying all this stuff about black women and then black women was like why should we care that you died that you got stabbed by a white woman um you didn't want us you wanted her and now look what happened to you so that's another crazy conversation and things like that um I don't know if he was saying that to get more white women or to please the white woman because um, at the end of the day, you were made by a black woman. So I don't feel that you should belittle a black woman. Um, no matter what, I don't know what um, he had going on with his mother, but at the end of the day, you were made by a black woman. So um, don't bring black women down. Yeah, period. Period. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, 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 you know, put that at the end of whatever. You know, I got a Chipotle burrito bowl today, and don't be little black women. <laughs> don't bring down black women. Hey, did you see that new Spider Man movie? Also, don't bring up black women. <laughs> Just in general. <laughs> it's 2022. Don't bring down or don't belittle the black woman <laughs> at this point. All right. So um next topic. Um the Britney Grinder conversation. Did you say grinder? What is it? Grinder? Grinder. Grinder. I didn't say grinder. <laughs> I told you we add letters. But yes, stuff, so. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> So that situation, all right, so Brittany, she was arrested in Russia and she was arrested. It's never the right moment to get arrested. She got arrested the moment that Russia and Ukraine started beefing. Um, she got arrested in Russia and basically everyone was, everyone kind of like felt like she was done for because if they 
wanted to get her back, that means the U.S. would have to like give Russia something in exchange for her. But it made me feel so bad. And I read an article where they said um, she wouldn't have to be, she wouldn't have to play in Russia if the U.S. paid her enough money. So I looked up some facts. So the highest paid WNBA player is Liz Cambridge. And for one year, she gets paid $221,000. That's just for one year. Mm -hmm. Um, Our house was $2,000 some dollars. So she's getting paid. Yeah, $200. What did I say? $2,000? Look, honey, I'm about to buy a whole block. I'm moving this. I'm whole block. So. So I typed in highest paid NBA player, LeBron James, according to CBS Sports, over the past 12 months has made a grand total of $127 million. Yeah. Yes. So. Yes. So not to interrupt you, but well, maybe there's something you're going to touch on, but you know, mm-hmm. Somebody somewhere is going to say, well, women's sports just as, isn't as entertaining. You cannot tell me that comparatively, even if, okay, say we're going to go with that, that is nowhere in comparison. You can say that it's not as entertaining, but $200,000, like that is, you said how much in a year was how many millions? What was the number? Uh, 127. Okay, 127. So that's uh, how many more million? <laughs> that less of that less entertaining? And, 100 million less entertaining? Like what? And they play less games than the men. So that's why. So what they do is a lot of NBA players will play their season in the WNBA and then sign a contract overseas to also rake in money mm-hmm. so that they can have enough to survive. Mm-hmm. So um, Liz Cambridge, the one that I said was the most paid, she said that if she has a daughter, she would not want her to play basketball because of this situation. I also remember reading something, a girl, she was really good um, in high school and now she's in college. And someone was asked her, do you want to go to the NBA? And she was like, no. No, she's like, I can make so much money doing other stuff. I'm not going to do that. And some women said they don't play overseas, but what they do is they try to get sponsorships, do deals, do charity, so they can rake in money to accommodate for all that. So that's a lot. And women's sport is very entertaining. Did you, the March Madness in South Carolina won, when I tell you, my, I almost had a heart attack <laughs> watching that. But women's sports, it's because men's basketball has so much of a backing to have so many people like interested and make it so like bright lights and they put it all on there. And then WNBA is like, Oh, here's your light. Here you go. And it's not until Kobe Bryant, when his daughter was getting into sports, he started to shine a light on the WNBA. So then you have to think about if he was still here, how much, how different would it be? But now, like, some of the NBA players are trying to do things. But I feel like they really should combine. The, the offices should just combine. And whatever you're doing for them, do it for the women. 
Like, come on now. At this point, make it entertaining. Do something. Help them. Help them some type of way. Have these meetings. Have these Zoom meetings. Like, what are you doing that we could be doing to get more people in? That type of thing. Like, tickets used to be like $12 for women basketball games. So, I feel sad that she's in this situation. But, like they said, if the U.S. was paying her better, excuse me, she wouldn't have to go over there because you have to think of all these women that might have kids, have families. They have to leave for four plus months to go play in another country just to make money and then come back and then play over here again. And just the back and forth, it's a lot. So um, it's a very sad situation. I hope she does return home. Um, And that might hurt the overseas people because of that happening, they're going to be afraid to go overseas because they never know what could happen. We shall certainly see. Yep. Um, real quick, um, baby formula, can't find it? Well, I don't know, honey. <laughs> There's a baby formula shortage. My, my son is on uh, milk. I go through, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to harp on the, the shortage. Um, we go through four gallons of milk a week. Four in gallons? This year. Four the gallons of milk. milk Whole milk. The red label. Is he? That's what he drinks. He drinks all of that by himself. Or like, no, well, the other two they drink milk in the morning. Colin drinks milk on the weekend, but he literally drinks one, two, three, four. Don't tell the pediatrician. One, two, three, four. He can drink up to five bottles a day, but he gets juice and stuff. He likes it when he wakes up and before he goes to sleep. So that's what it is. But the formula shortage, I don't know exactly what is going on i just know that those shelves are bare a woman in walmart um she was checking my receipt and she was like you got the receipt for the milk and i wanted to look at her like ma'am if i came in here to steal milk do you think i would <laughs> be walking this slow past you and she's like is the milk for him i'm like yeah she's like so you know we don't have no formula so <laughs> oh it's gotten that bad but well, i do have some friends that um have literally been asking family members, like, if you see this formula, go ahead and buy it and stuff. And then kit for moms that the kids have, like, sister stomachs and that type of stuff. It's hard for them to find formula. It's it's bad. It's really yeah. bad. Well, according to what I read, it looks like three main causes, which are supply chain challenges. The re- There was a recall, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, inflation, um, and it looks like Biden is trying to, um, intervene in some way. What I thought was interesting in this article that I read was that they noted that he reached out to the, what is it that, oh man, the SEC, I don't want to miss, um, quote that but he um I thought it was interesting that they noted that he 
requested that they um, cut down on profiteering. Hello, capitalism. Um, mm-hmm. But also expand federal benefits, um, which basically means just like expanding what parents can buy with like WIC. Yeah. Which I think is interesting um, because one, can parents not buy, for, buy formula with WIC? And also, um, like, again, this just feels like poor people having a hard time, you know, feeding their kids. That's ridiculous. But um, we actually used to be on WIC in Washington. Um, the WIC, um, what you need to be on WIC is very crazy. I feel like if you have a child, because you're on WIC from one, from birth until five. Cause I remember Colton had aged out, but Callie was still in. And then they had asked me if I was pregnant. And I think at that time we were trying, but we had stopped because they were like, if I was trying to get pregnant, they could have put me on WIC um, to feed the baby. But yes, you can get WIC. I mean, you can get formula on WIC. Um, you get formula, baby food, milk, bread, eggs, cheese, cereal, beans, canned vegetables, fruit, vegetables, vegetables, vegetables. Um, uh, so you can get a lot um, on WIC. Um, I never got formula because I was breastfed, um, but they really need to expand what you can get on WIC. Um, because a can of formula can be anywhere from 20 to $35. And we, as if we haven't done this plenty of time, we had bought some before we switched Junior to milk because I didn't think he was going to do it. And we were just, we bought it like three times. I'm like, that's a lot of money for formula. And just imagine like, for a whole year having to buy that like can I put this on my taxes at this point like I need to get something back action yeah um so just imagine people that have multiple kids because I can only imagine trying to breastfeed two kids having multiple kids or multiple kids like under a certain age that still needs formula and WIC not covering it so something needs to be done um I know over here last year, yeah, mm-hmm. last year, um, they gave out, P- not PPD, oh my goodness. PPE? What, what was it? No. <laughs> they gave out um, prepaid, um, it's actually a card over there, um, basically like a food stamps card. It was a temporary food stamp card. And wow. if your child was in school, they would put money on it. And I guess that that really helped a lot of people because I know with one card, I was getting leeks and stuff. Other card, I was getting bread, vegetables, um, milk or anything that we really needed. So that really did help because at one time, Colton's card had like $900 on it. So I was in Sam's Club racking it up. FBI <laughs> to this conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's needed. If, even if they didn't, give it out the whole year if they gave it out during the summertime because look people's kids are home all day and with prices of groceries going up it's definitely needed because um I saw a 
case of eggs and they were seven dollars and I'm like somebody definitely mislabeled this yeah I'm like does the chicken come with it <laughs> like is there a coupon buy one get one free there's something that has to happen because there's no way eggs is seven dollars so something has to happen um because it's going to hurt a lot of people and this generation well not just this generation people um are choosing themselves when it comes to work so a lot of people aren't really making a lot of money or the money that they feel like they should be making so Mm -hmm. having to decide am I going to buy formula for my kids or diapers for my kids and having to pick which one they should get um it's it's really sad so absolutely yeah so I'm forever grateful that um, we are blessed to be able to buy diapers when needed. Um, blessed that I was able to um, supply milk for my three kids for 12 plus months. Um, and now uh, able to buy whole milk and not do formula. But um, I hope they figure it out because it's really sad and something that women will have to take into consideration if they do plan on having like a kid anytime soon because it's kids are expensive. I gotta buy basketball shoes for Colton now. Jesus. Let me find a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> he, bought, he starts basketball next week. So that's what I'll be doing tonight. Looking for some basketball shoes. Um so, Jesus. Well, that is so okay. Well, let's talk about that for a second because, again, you were a basketball star in high school, and <laughs> and the fact that you laughed that day, <laughs> everyone knows that's a lie. But um, but go ahead. Yeah. We did buy basketball shoes, and I'm just trying to remember. I'm wondering, okay, so Colton signs up for basketball. Do they specifically send him home and are like, get your mom to buy basketball shoes? Like, I guess I'm just wondering why you can't, why he can't just use the Nikes he got in the house, I guess is my question. All right, let's rewind. Two things on that. We did not buy ourselves basketball shoes. At that time, I was really like... That's when we got met, like, <laughs> our parents took us out to shoe show to get some, <laughs> some ankle support. Like. Well, at that time, I was really, like, not an only child, but I was the only one under the age of 18. And the good, the good thing, but the bad thing for my parents, our school colors was basically Jordan's colors the red black and white yeah. so whenever I had to get shoes I'm like I'm getting Jordan because it's easy to find so with Colton I really need to see if this door is closed it's his father um so he really just got some new shoes and they're not air maxes he cannot play basketball <laughs> in those air maxes so those, so those are his good shoes <laughs> so growing up I always got two pairs of shoes at the beginning of school year, another pair at Christmas, and maybe a sprinkle in between there. Um, Colin 
the last time he Colin, the husband, the last time he bought himself a pair of shoes. When did he go to OCS? 2018? That's the and last time he bought a new pair of shoes. He has workout shoes, but a pair of sneakers, yes. And they were Kobe's. And he got those off of Amazon. So you see what I'm dealing with? Frugal Freddy. <laughs> he married the wrong person. I keep saying this. I keep <laughs> so um the only oh, thing they are worn out yet. He goes nowhere. <laughs> no, they're not. You know, Colin. How many pairs of shoes? <laughs> I'm just trying to understand. So, are those his good sneakers? He has a couple of pair, but he's had those before he's had the Kobe. So he, of course, since he really doesn't go anywhere, he takes good care of them. But one point in time he bought two pairs of the same sneakers in two different colors this is what i'm dealing with <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a oh i'd love to buy two of the same thing in a different color i have two shirts i bought from target sitting right here one in well, black and one in gray you know i so i do that too but i'm not opposed to that i'm just 20 switch up the huh? style switch up the style of the sneaker i'm not buying to okay, I well, back in the day, I used to get the white Air Force and the black Air Force. That was back in the day, but mm. well, I mean, you go into Vans, you got you have to buy at least two, otherwise, yeah, you not, they make you. It's always but like, one there, <laughs> but they always have like they have like the classic black and white, and then they have like the different styles and design, yeah, not all the same. <laughs> they're just different colors but anyway okay so Colton has to get some new basketball shoes but you're saying that Colin does not want to get them is that what you're saying he doesn't he, he no he didn't want to get him another pair of regular school shoes which he needed he would need another pair so he does need basketball shoes because on the paper it was like kids only need basketball shoes and a water bottle so he does not have basketball shoes so and that's what we need to go get. And kid shoes are expensive. Like what? I'm about to start making shoes. You need to take get a sponsorship. <laughs> follow your husband's direction and hit eBay. I'm hot tip, hot tip for you and the the listeners. I've recently been on Poshmark. Yes. Get get into it. Get into it, girlies, because it's giving. It gets. I dabble. I dabble into Poshmark, Poshmark, Macari, and it's another one. I, I forgot the name like of the it. The one thread up. I'm not that into that one. I think that's the one. My sister, she's going to a '90s party and she bought some Reebok classes for twenty five dollars yeah. on uh, Poshmark. Mm-hmm. So, and it's I a lot of stuff. The, they have a lot of they have a lot of stuff with tags on it and a lot of. Um, Shoes that are like uh, gently worn, and if you don't like it, you can always people are like, I wore these one time, girl. <laughs> Go ahead, you twenty dollars, you want them? That's that's the energy it gives. <laughs> yeah, and you can negotiate, so that's the best. Yeah. I just go straight in and be like five dollars. They're like, man, this is two hundred. 
Oh, I love when people ignore me. That's my favorite. <laughs> I'm like, you haven't listed for 150, but 15? 15 <laughs> But I guess people do it so much. They were like, you cannot ask, you cannot negotiate under what, like 40%. And I'm like, yeah, let me yeah. override this. That's on Macari. You can't uh, negotiate under 40%. Like, take this $5. To- huh? <laughs> I'm like, take this five dollars and give me my stuff. <laughs> some people, some people, you know. So I'm mostly on Poshmark, and some people, I don't know if they just want to get rid of the stuff, but some people will be like, I'll get an offer, and then maybe I'll ignore it. I'll get another offer like three days later. I'll <laughs> ignore it, and they just keep coming down. I'm like, all right, girl, yeah, I got you to 25, and I ain't even have to give a reply, <laughs> like. Because yep, they, they send you an email like this is only a 24 hour uh, offer. Um, only you can see it. I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. come back in three days. <laughs> I'd love to get into the 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 big like uh, the real real those those girls. I want to get into mm-hmm. that. Yeah. <laughs> get some Prada, you know, some Gucci. Yeah, they have that goodwill. People be saying, hmm? they say they have that at goodwill. From goodwill, yeah, Prada from like 1996. Mm, I want, yeah. I want, you know, 2021. Yeah, you know, <laughs> girl, hold on to your $15. <laughs> I want, you know, late model. I don't want late model. I want to be able to, no, this is from last season, not this season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or two seasons ago. Um, well, yeah, is that, is that, are those all our topics? What else do we want to talk about? Yeah, um, uh, let's take a brief interlude and look what I found. I'll just grab the whole thing. Can you read what it says? Please not. Happy hour? <laughs> Where'd you get that? Yes. From Michael's. I got a whole, apparently, so I've been uh, getting little floral arrangements for the house. Colin hasn't noticed, but uh, I have to point it out to him. But uh, yes, this is our happy hour segment. Um, Colin keeps been getting, he's getting alcohol. So I have two drinks to talk about by Ciroc. Oh, what is that? These are vodka spritz. Um, this one is culotta, and this one is pineapple passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your husband knows who he married. Gotta get that, <laughs> gotta get that sweet stuff. <laughs> gotta feel like we're, we're on the beach in the Bahamas. Yes, all coconut, all pineapple, everything. I saw some really cute margarita glasses. I might go back and get those um, and put an umbrella in it. So they're 7% alcohol. Um, made with vodka, sparkling water, and um, fine French grapes. Um, I think I've tried both, but um, when it comes to drinks in a can, excuse me, um, if I'm eating, I'm gonna drink it like it's juice. So I really can't give I'm you that. That's the way I feel, <laughs> especially if it has. Some, uh, a little bubbly to it like I'm gonna drink it like it's juice and then when I'm done eating Tom was like 
why are you drinking it so fast when I'm giving him the eyes? So um, if I had to pick one, I'd probably say Pineapple Passion Bomb. Um, I've been trying to post more drinks on half on our Instagram, but I don't want people to think I'm an alcoholic because at one time I was like posting like <laughs> every day. Like, no, I don't drink every day. No, I don't drink every day. <laughs> think about it. <laughs> and if I am... You know Lightly. my purpose. Mind your business, because I know you sipping. Oh my goodness, the other night um I had eight drank and fell asleep by nine o'clock. So it was a good night. <laughs> but yeah, those are the two drinks I wanted to mention. Um anything else you want to talk about? Well, you didn't ask me what I'm drinking. Oh, what do you, I didn't know you what are you drinking on? Something dark. Um no, it's Rose. Oh. Okay. Look at that. I got some some fruits over there. Where'd you get that from? The wine wall next to the Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so I want to ask you this, uh, since we're talking about alcohol. So normally at our barbecues, um, we will have like I'll make a well now I will make like a alcoholic drink or Colin will bring out his liquor, his drinks, and um, people will partake. So we're having a barbecue Memorial Day weekend, but we have family coming in town, like his parents, my parents, that type of thing. Um, you know my parents, uh, and you know they don't. Yeah. So. Um. <laughs> so. In my mind, my mind is saying, don't bring out the alcohol. Would you do the same if you had like a party and like had your parents come over? Would you like still bring out the alcohol, but kind of like push it to like a corner where everyone else is drinking? No, I wouldn't. Think? The alcohol is going to come out because I'm a grown person. Are you concerned that they're going to judge you? Not that they're going to judge me because, of course, I've been to plenty of barbecues with them and, like, other family members have been drinking and that type of stuff. Um, I don't, I guess it's just out of a respect type of thing. Like, they've never seen me drink. I don't know. I guess I feel like they still see me as a little girl. And, yeah, like, they know, they know like, my siblings and stuff drink and smoke and all that stuff. But they look at me like, oh, not Okay. We ain't say anything while smoking. (laughs) (laughs) Scratch that from the record. We're strictly talking. We're strictly talking about about drinks. (laughs) Yeah, they still see me with a halo in my eyes. So, um, you let me. I'm gonna give you some some best friend heart advice. Okay. (laughs) You believe that they see you as an angel. Okay. Wait, that, no, I'm being serious. That is a complex and an idea that you have in your head. Your parents do not think of you that way. You really think that after how many years of marriage and three whole children that they, they are like my little I, baby Mia? I well, I have a couple. I have evidence. I got the receipt. Um, okay, because cool. right. I could be wrong. 
<laughs> because when I went back home, I had dinner with my sister and I'm like, tell me what's going on, what's going on with the family. And she was like telling me, she was, and then she was like telling me, telling me, telling me. And she was like, well, I'm like, why am I not, why don't I know about this stuff? And she was like, because we still see you as the baby sister. Bam, first receipt, second receipt. Um, when I talked to my, when I went home, I was, I, my dad, he always tells me everything. And I looked at mom, I'm like, mom, we talk every day. Why do you not tell me this? She was like, because nobody wants to sit on the phone. <clears throat> nobody wants to sit on the phone <laughs> and, and just sit on here and tell some bad news and stuff. So that also feels like not them seeing me as the baby girl, but I guess protecting me because they don't want me to like, I don't know, be pulled into the negative negativity that's going on or bad news or that type of thing that's my mind I guess I just say my mom everyone else is like you're grown now that type of thing so you get what I'm saying I do I do and I I get it I will say that like I said that I would pull out the alcohol and I would mm-hmm. the only thing I would be weird about is like being mindful of the number of drinks that I have um, Mm -hmm. and only in front of my father, but only because, not because I'm necessarily concerned about him being like, my daughter drinks, Mm -hmm. but more concerned about like, like if I had more than one drink, especially if if it's not say it's not at my house, but it's like at someone else's house, and then I have to drive mm-hmm. home, it would just yeah. out of more concern that my dad is going to be like, "You had two drinks." Like <laughs> I don't know if you should be driving and then like having to have that conversation. And yeah, that's the only thing. But like I see what you're saying, but I wonder too if it's less about them thinking that I think yes you're always going to be like the baby I don't think that changes that's just that you that it's a fact and that is what it is that Mm -hmm. doesn't change but it may be less what you think about huh less them and what I think that they're thinking well I think it's more I think it's very telling that what you said about your mom being like, um, we don't want to give you bad news. I think that's different from them being like, um, are you having this complex about them thinking that you're an angel or like a good girl that you don't do grown up things? <laughs> well, I got three kids, so <laughs> I think that might be more like, um you're doing well, you have a family and a, you know, a successful family and marriage and like, we don't want to burden you. I think yeah, that's very I different. Yeah. yeah. And not that it, no one else is like, you know, you're always yeah. going to learn, but yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. Little I can see, like, we're not about to be shouting shot, 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 shots every five minutes. We wouldn't do that. <laughs> so I think if I did bring, it would be something like nothing hard. Because I feel like they also would be looking at, well, Lord, they had six cups and they got to drive home. Yeah, <laughs> so. see, that, that's the thing that, that worries me. 
not yeah. the thinking, not me trying to uphold some image like I don't drink, but more yeah. like them not thinking that like I'd be overdoing it. That type of deal. Well, well they knew I drink. I got a podcast called Mel and Mom Happy Hour Podcast. <laughs> yeah, but they might, you know. Church wine is different. You know how the saints are always like, well, even Jesus drinks some wine. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, I say that because we've had a couple of gatherings where we didn't bring out the alcohol, but it's funny because I think at our apartment in Cambridge, we had a housewarming and we had the bottles over top of the fridge. And I think we had offered, we were talking to Colin's dad and we, like, we got tea, we got spray, we got water. And dad was like, you didn't offer me what was on top of the fridge. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I forgot all about those. But they were empty bottles. Cause look, that apartment, it was always liquor drinks available at that apartment. So I take into consideration, we won't bring out the heavy stuff and with every two cups, you gotta drink a bottle of water. So, and it's, every no pound some water after every drink. That's how you. That's the trick. And have a plate of Hawaiian rolls next to it. <laughs> Yeast rolls, something. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anything else? I did have another topic, but I think we are. We've reached our time. Maybe we mm-hmm. can talk about it on another episode. Um, want to give a snippet of what it is? I want to talk about not um, abortion itself, because I don't think that's something we need to debate. I don't think this is the, mm-hmm. the medium for that. But an yeah. offshoot of the conversation regarding, so... Tony Baker put up a post about how he didn't like that men get off scot-free, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, you do, you do, men do what they do, and Mm -hmm. then if a life comes from it, um, typically the woman is burdened with that moving forward, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I went through the comments, and there are several people who were like, I never thought that you would be one to pander, yada, yada. But Mm -hmm. there is, I feel like since the beginning of time, since there were male identifying people and female identifying people, um, Mm -hmm. and since life could be created, there has always been, and perhaps will always be, this, um, this debate about responsibility and who bears the brunt of it yeah because there are some people in the comments making the argument that like perhaps even I won't say several just one that I saw that I'll say it had the audacity to say that men bore more of their responsibility in some cases and Mm -hmm. that is something that I would like to talk about because I think that I think it's interesting. Yeah, but um, to to finish out that um, men should not be deciding on what women can do with their bodies in regard to the abortion. So we got say it for the people. We go through too much, um, and men should not be deciding 
um, men should not be deciding what women can do with their body and white people should not be deciding what black women should be able to do with their body. Um, because I've heard too many horror stories about labor and all that stuff. And God, I'm so thankful that um, I haven't had to go through any of those traumatic circumstances. But um, yeah, the statistics and everything need to be changed. Um, that's the only time that I feel like statistics should be segre segregated um, when it comes to whites and when it comes to blacks or of color people, um, because our melanin is in our blood y'all have mayonnaise so that's the only time <laughs> that it should be separated um so yeah men should not be deciding what happens to women's bodies um because uh, you can't bear children uh, but we can um so let us do what we want with our bodies um that's true i would even go as far as to say i don't necessarily think that women should tell you what to do with your own body. I think that someone can inform you what yeah. choices are and what's going on, say for example, a health professional, and then you make a decision Yeah. I don't think that options should be restricted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So protect the black woman, protect our women, period. Point blank. <laughs> Well, that has been another enlightening, fun episode of Melanie Mom Happy Hour Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Follow us on Instagram at Melanie Mom Podcast. Listen to us on all streaming platforms where you listen to your favorite podcast, and hopefully we are your number one. Um, if you have any drink recommendations, if it is dark, please send all those requests to B-Wills, because I like the fruits of beverages. Uh -huh. If it's dark, send it to me. If it's light, send it to me. Yes, as you can, well, even our coffee reflects our, <laughs> our yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the ice, ice coffee, and Brianna likes it midnight black. So <laughs> darker the better. Darker the better, sweeter the juice. So, <laughs> oh, excuse me. So, um, and that is all. Thank you for listening. Drink your water. Mind your business. Peace. Peace. <laughs>